You found it. The no-nonsense, no-script podcast you've been waiting for. Real people on real issues. Welcome to Dynamic Independence. The home of logic, reason, and common sense. Let's do it. Thanks, everybody, for joining us today. I'm Johnny Anderson. I'm sitting down today with Bruce Adams and GP. GP, Bruce, how are you guys today? I'm good. Fantastic. GP, how are you this afternoon? Have you calmed down a little bit from this morning? No, it's only getting worse. I'm it's only getting worse. Searching. <laughs> it's only getting worse. <laughs> yeah, before I was like, hey, you know, a lot of bad videos. Okay. Yeah, give me some time to watch more videos. Yeah, oh, this is yeah. great. This is, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, and by great, I mean... Sh- bovine excrement. <laughs> it is bovine excrement to the ninth power. And no, no, because when you assault another human being and, and multiple, not just one, not two, three, four, five, twenty, seventy, take people's jobs away, it's not bovine excrement. It's aberrant behavior. It's... uh. It's more disgusting than than what what happened to poor Floyd. Oh my gosh! You know, and he, okay, he, okay. Here's something I don't, I don't even know if I, I I've been so upset. Friends of mine, you know, they're in the uh, they're in the they're not really Black Lives Matters, but they're they're pro Black Lives Matter friends. And um, I mean, like it's America, you know, if you great, whatever, you know. But uh, he post he keep posting pictures, and their, their group keeps posting pictures of people almost always white people and uh saying horrible things okay there's one picture they show they're talking about white supremacists are actually doing this rioting blah 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 and i'm like i i I don't doubt that i don't i honestly don't but the picture they show is a guy and he's wearing you know you know how you tape your microphone to your body yes well that's the picture they show is a white guy with his microphone taped body saying these guys are coming in white supremacists and undercover officers to start these riots. Okay, well, we're going to talk a little bit. We're going to talk a little bit about that today because I got some stuff I want to talk on with that. So, okay. um, there, there's some agitator groups that are that are really behind this whole thing. And mm-hmm. uh, as of today, th- we'll just go ahead and start with this. As of today, Antifa mm-hmm. was declared a domestic terrorist organization. So, there's probably going to be your biggest instigator behind all this. And then I bet you, I'll just bet you every last dime I got in the bank that you've probably got George Soros behind that. So, or at the very least, it'll be his foundations. But if you follow it backwards, I'm sure you'll end up at him because this has got his name written all over it. This follows mm-hmm. right along with, uh, what was it, Bruce? Civil Society 2.0 that we were hearing about about six yep. months ago. This is him. Yep. This has got his his tag written all over it. So, but see, every time he comes out, he's just this gentle uh, finance philanthropist. Give me a break. Give me a break. The man's a Nazi. Let's start with this. Okay. So obviously, Dave, what, what are we on now? Four five? Something like that? 79 seven no not not the pandemic gp that was so the, last the, week the man riots. where you been they got dumped out of the car didn't, didn't you see that the media dumped them out of the car when they were driving down the road didn't you see that one <laughs> it's doesn't it's not ending we got the plague of locusts coming up here shortly <laughs> right right no those are hitting china joking. now they're gonna they're gonna I'm, migrate I'm saying, I'm, 17 years no 17 years they come out and guess what this year is it's the year they're coming out okay all right well let's let's we see have a let's pandemic. just go down Let's just go down the road, just go down the list here of cities where mm-hmm. we're seeing the most disruption right now at the moment. L.A., Seattle, Nashville, Oklahoma City, Salt Lake City, Atlanta, Chicago, Detroit, New York City, D.C., Philly, Miami, Vegas, Cleveland, Denver, Des Moines, Dallas, Indianapolis, okay. Charlotte, 
Kansas City, Pittsburgh, Columbia, Wilmington, Portland, Phoenix, Tampa, San Fran, and there's even more than that. But I think that's I think people get the idea. Which one of those which one of those cities is a Republican city? Uh, None of them. Huh. Interesting. None of them. And oddly enough, these are the worst cases. So, okay, last night, the National Guard was sent into Minneapolis Mm -hmm. and they were able to finally shut it down. Uh, they were able to go in and uh, and restore some order. And as of today, the 82nd Airborne Division. Were you in that GP? No, no, no. Gosh, okay. no. Those guys. Okay. No, I mean, they're just they're they're just a bunch of plane jumpers. I mean, okay. Well, come on. Why are you going to jump out of a perfectly good airplane? The 82nd. Seriously. Yeah. Right. They yes. land. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they do. So the 82nd Airborne Division in North Carolina is on standby to deploy to Minnesota. Mm-hmm. So they are based out of Fort Bragg, North Carolina, which I got a buddy of mine down there, and they've been put on standby to deploy up there. That's a mistake to send the okay, active well, duty military. Okay, to hold this on, kind of hold situation. on, hold on. Yeah, well, we have posse commentators, so that's a yeah. You can use the you can use the National Guard, but that's as far as you can go with it. So it says here the soldiers have been told not to bring their weapons with them on this potential mission. It remains unclear what they would be ordered to do in the air, but this standby order makes them available to come in on an immediate basis. So this is all we know at this point. But this was just announced, looks like about six hours ago. So that's that's what's being talked about right now. So I don't know, but they're being told not to bring their weapons with them. So it remains to be so seen. So what, don't they don't know. have their arms? They're not going to have arms or hands? I have no idea. I have no idea. Now, it could be, it could be that they <laughs> don't could know. be deployed. They're unarmed, right? I well, guess that's how it works. <laughs> only you would say that. <laughs> only you would say that. So my point is, is that they're looking at other options here to try and restore order, because this mm-hmm. is a sense where we don't have any any recourse. We're getting to a point where we don't have any recourse. Let me put it that way, because you're going to have to restore order. As much as I hate to say it, you're going to have to restore order. Now, people can take that for what you want. But due to the fact that these organizations have been declared as the, as domestic terrorists, I think at this point, all bets are off. When I say all bets are off, imagine if we had, say, I don't know, ISIS or Al Qaeda doing this out in the streets. What would you want then? What would you expect then? These aren't Al Qaeda. These aren't Al Qaeda. These are Americans, you know. Each one, are, each and every single one of these people are Americans. Let me Americans. ask you something. Let me ask you something. Is Bernie Sanders mm-hmm. an American? Yes. Is Hillary Clinton? <laughs> is Hillary I know I like the long pause there. Is Hillary Clinton an American? Yes. Okay, their papers might say that, but their ideas do not. They actively work What's against America about an evolution of ideas, hopefully it to is, the benefit of society. It is it is an idea, right? It's an idea of freedom. It's an idea for everybody. And this right mm-hmm. here, sir, this is not freedom. This is a slap in the face. This is absolute freedom. I don't know. Running down <laughs> the streets, burning stuff, going screaming crazy, attacking people. That's absolute freedom. That is anarchy. Have. That is anarchy. And I've heard you say on many occasions. I've heard you say on many occasions that if you're going to have everybody doing stuff like this, then that's anarchy. And you don't want anarchy. And I don't either. I want no, justice no. and I want the rule of law. That's what I want. Mm-hmm. And these people are not following either one of those things. So you're going to have to, um, shall we say, restore order. That's all there is to it. The domino effect. You know that, right? It is a domino effect. This is just the next. Keep everyone this is cooped just up for step. 70 freaking nine days. Well, this is the next step. Yeah, this is the next step. The virus narrative fell apart. Okay. So, I mean, it's proof, not proof of that. It's still there. They're saying they were all there. You know what? You know, I don't even know why we're talking about this, because according to CNN and all local news and and all these left agencies, all those people, all those gun, all the gun rights advocates, Second Amendment guys, they're going to be they're dead now. Apparently, they all died because they were out without masks what? protecting their rights. And now all these guys, according to the narrative, 
if you go outside and you don't social distance, don't wear a mask, you're dead. So all these, well, I don't even know what we're worried about. In two weeks, there's all oh, okay. dead. Okay, all right, all right. Yeah, I see your point. I see your point. You know, in 2015, they said that you know, in two, 2020, the temperatures were going to be rise about 1.25 to 1.5 degrees, already causing mass famines. But can we and, see? You're calling out the obvious. We can see the narrative shift. <laughs> You're calling out the obvious, which is no, it's a good point you make. It's a good point you make because Mm -hmm. you're calling out the agenda. You're actually calling Mm -hmm. out the agenda that they're carrying that they can't validate. That's what's happening here. The climate change agenda. It fell apart. It fell apart. Okay, so what they do, what they do next? It was taking too long. What they do next? Pandemic. Right. Taking too long. People were getting restless. No, I think the pandemic was just an opportunist situation. Never let a tragedy. Go it turned into that. Scenario. Yeah, it turned into yeah. that. But now, now that they were hoping to hold it down, though, the opportunistic point you're correct on. They were hoping to hold that down until November. They can't do it. Right. They can't do it. They've crashed too much of the economy too fast. So they, they can't do that. They can't continue on that with that. So now they have to flip. Right. They have to flip. And then after this one falls apart, they'll flip again. They'll do something else. What are they going to do after this? I don't know. I think they're probably going to try and push for some type of a three way conflict between China, Hong Kong and Taiwan. That's my guess. And then they'll try and drag the U.S. into it. That's my guess. So I I can't I can't say that for certain. That's just my that's how my brain's clicking at the moment. But this was expected. So they're probably going to do something next. They're going to shut this down. And they're going to shut it down hard. It's probably going to get shut down in a way that people aren't going to like. It's going to leave a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths. But I got people telling me right now that, I mean, they just want this to stop. They want it to stop. They don't care how. And I'm talking about people from the suburbs. They're telling me this. They just want it to stop. So if you've got people out there that are being dealt with, uh, as in, you know, uh, being subdued by police, then they don't care. They just want it to stop. Last night, state of Ohio, my home state of Ohio in Columbus, downtown, there was another one, right? There was another one of these incidents that wasn't in the list I mentioned earlier. Police were actually holding the line, spraying them down with pepper spray and snatching them up and throwing them in jail, which, okay, fine. You know, it's got to happen. NYPD officer earlier today, Bruce, we saw that video, right? It's up there, right? That video Mm -hmm. you had, you had a line of people, right? And they were, they were smashing the car windows on the cruiser. And so the cop just kept on driving right through the barricade, knocking people over, didn't run over anybody, but just kept on going. Well, what's he supposed to do? You've got 50 people surrounding a a police car and they're smashing out your windows. What are you supposed to do? You're just supposed to sit there? You're supposed to get drug out of your car? GP, let's talk Salt Lake City. Yeah. So let's go over Salt Lake City. Where do you want, which angle do you want me to go in at? The the media's agenda or the, uh, let's take, first of all, all, let's take the media's angle. Actually, no, Mm -hmm. no, 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 no. Let's take your angle. Because your mm-hmm. angle's reality, and then we'll take mm-hmm. the way that they're spinning it, and we'll show the we'll, okay. we'll show the uh, the hypocrisy. So go ahead. Okay. Well, in Salt Lake City, I don't know if any of you guys have been there. Love it. Great. Good people there. Great churches. They. Uh, <laughs> I have to do the plug. Um. The uh. The there's a there's a video. It shows this old man. Well, first off, let's start start the whole background. Riders start riding in Salt Lake City. They start surrounding cars, small group of cars, to prevent them from moving. They are surrounding these vehicles. They're not allowed to move. You are stuck in your vehicles. We all know for the last few days, all we've been seeing is people being pulled out of their vehicles and attacked or their vehicles smashed in or lit on fire while people are still in it. We've been seeing this for days. This old man, I don't know, probably 70, jumps out of his car with a bow and arrow. You know, like, I don't know, some old Western. And he kind oh, of fits I see the it image. now. I see it now. So this old man pops out, right, with his bow and arrow. And he's like, get away. Don't burn my stuff. Don't attack my car. How dare you? Blah, blah, blah. They have them surrounded. 
This is an old man. So a gentleman uh, who they're going to the news later says is a hero jumps this old man and they all swarm him and beat him, beat him down. This man is obviously scared before this. He's scared. All these people are surrounding your vehicle. So this man is scared. And he's just like trying to defend himself because he doesn't know if he's going to be the next guy jumped and pulled into the frickin' whatever. But here's what the news says. Man attacks protesters with bow and arrow. You guys are looking at it, right? You guys I'm looking, looking at this. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at this. Yeah. They're saying he's this attacking. Is... He points no. bow and arrow at no. protesters. No. no you can I'm see sorry. till he's freaking out scared. Yeah, there's there's no way the man's shaking. And they're look surrounded. They him. His, he's surrounded. Look what they did to his car. Look what they did to his car. Yes, yes. But the person, the the, black, the the man that attacked him happened to be a, a black man. He's touted as a hero for saving other Americans. They jumped this poor man. They ju- they destroy this guy's car. They light it on fire. By the way, at the end, if you don't, if you didn't didn't want. Yeah, it. I see that. I see that. This is uh, this is yeah. This is this these is rioters. This is not a protest. Disgusting. They understand this something. This is this is, this this is, is not anarchy. a protest. This is anarchy. It's anarchy. Absolutely. Okay. So did I mention that uh, the Antifa was uh, classified as a domestic terrorist organization? Did I mention that already today? Because I, I'm going to say it I again. don't think you can mention that enough. I don't they think were, you can mention that enough I th- because these- I, I don't think I can. This is this is pathetic. This is absolutely pathetic. So I want law. I want order. I want justice restored. That's what I want. And that's what the American people want. We're tired of looking at this. You see these thugs. You mentioned yesterday this is poverty. This is not poverty. This is another set of opportunists. That's what this is, because I'm looking at these people that are out there tipping over McCormick's car in Salt Lake City. Mm-hmm. And I don't see a I bunch know. of people that look like they're poor. That's not what I'm looking at. That's not the picture I'm looking at. They look like they're pretty well off people. So that's not what I'm seeing now. I can't speak to the rest of the country, but it's it's, it's become it initiates from one point. It's a domino situation. One domino hits another domino. OK, this domino happens to be a, you know, these are looters. And those that looters starts agitating people that have been stuck in home for 70 days and can't go out. So they're just lost their freaking mind. OK, well, that's no excuse to go out. And, and then that and domino hits pillaging. these white supremacists and the do- that domino hits the black rights activists or Black Lives Matter. And that domino hits. And you know what? Every hate group, every single all disgusting hate group is capitalizing on this yes and they want nothing more than chaos yeah and they're are winning them in. and you know who's losing the people that for the last 20 years have been uneducated how do, you, how do you say had their education removed from them and used like puppets the poor community they're the ones that are being affected the most because you, do you think they have the best schools you know what i'll tell you what they don't no and the, see it's you mentioned a domino effect you, you mentioned a domino yes. effect and that's that's extremely important here because this is going to work two ways okay you've got the domino effect on the way up with all this right that's what you're describing right which mm-hmm. is important that's an important distinction to make you're also going to have a domino effect on the way down which is what bruce kind of hinted at yesterday so you're going to have the domino effect on the way down have you guys seen pictures of minneapolis have you seen it have you seen what it looks like now i got a picture of it looks like vegas in the 90s it looks like hell it looks like a a war-torn area somewhere in god knows where in some third world Mm -hmm. place okay that's what it looks like yeah you know what the rest of the world's looking at us like like we're fools like we're cheering, actually. Fools. Many places are pretty cheering. It's pretty well, sad. Yeah. They're, yeah, they're cheering because that's who these people in the streets are allied with. That's who these people are mm-hmm. allied with. As I said, domino effect on the way down. So now it's going to be 
exactly that. You're going to have a domino effect on the way down for those communities. So the ones mm-hmm. that have had the most decimated areas in these cities, now you're going to have a vacuum because the businesses that were attacked, do you think they're going to rebuild right there in the same spots? I don't think so. I don't think so. We already you know the Target closed 24,000. 24,000 jobs are gone. Yeah, they're gone. That. They're, they're gone. Now, that doesn't that doesn't necessarily mean they're going to stay that way. But until further notice, no. that's just in the state of Minnesota. However, the businesses are going to business people are they're going to come back. I've, I've been the, through this. I've been through multiple riots. I've been through burnings in multiple cities from Los Angeles, Las Vegas, down south. It takes a while. Well, here's the thing. Here's the difference. If like, say they go and I need money to rebuild my shitty because they burned it down and we pay the money. It's actually pretty quick. It comes back. It does because all the businesses are getting money to come back to be businesses. And okay, it, well, it happens. What but about if the they residents? do like Las Vegas did and said, you burned it down, you figure out where you get the money. It took a while. Okay. It, took about, what, it took about four years. What about the residents, though? What about the residents that are already upset at all this from the from the previous issue a few weeks ago, the pandemic? They were talking about leaving mm-hmm. the cities anyway. And then now you've got mm-hmm. this on top of it and the cities have been further decimated. So what's going to mm-hmm. happen now? Now you're going to have the people leaving those cities and and go out into the suburb areas. So I think mm-hmm. you're going to see an even bigger uh, exodus there. On top of that, because people don't want to. How live are they going to go? How okay? How are they going to go to the suburbs if there's nowhere to move into? Well, I mean that's just one of those things they're going to have. Suburbs to are jam packed. Okay, I. They are jam packed. Suburbs are jam packed with people. They're, I know they're that. at their capacity. I know that. I mean, yeah, they're building condos and some apartment buildings here and there, but most of the time, the cities and people that are around these things say, you know. Kick, kill those kill those permits like oh, hell no you are not building an apartment complex right here because we know what it does to our community it destroys it you know we work hard to maintain a certain kind of community and when you bring in those it's it's bad i, I hate to say it it's bad it, it is but my issue with this is is that people will inherently want to leave the inner cities now they'll just inherently want to do that can they afford they to go now well, I think they can't afford not to, to be fair. It's che- it is more expensive living in the suburbs than it is to live in the city. Do you know? Because if you don't have a car, if you live in the suburbs, okay, yeah, you'll starve story. to death. Yeah, that, that's a different story. Okay, I get it. I get it. I've lived in both, right? I, I've lived in, mm-hmm. in multiple cities. I've lived in, in suburbs. Obviously, that's where I grew up. And I can tell you, living in the suburbs is a lot cheaper, but you have the other expenses, like you said, because it has to be that way. They don't have public transport in a lot of these suburbs. When areas, you're on, okay, there. the vast majority of these people are on welfare government assistance. That's why they're able to live in these cities. Correct. So it's going to increase. That's government assistance isn't going to go, you know what? You want to leave, you want to go live out in the suburbs? We don't have approval for that. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get down to Dallas. Okay. Dallas, Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh, I take it you guys have seen this video. This is pretty graphic of the oh, guy. The, the, the guy. Oh, look. You, okay. I want to hear your narrative. Okay. I've read the narrative. Okay. Multiple so, times now and got, I got witness reports. One story this, and, and then there's a real story. Go ahead. Okay. Th- this one kind of, th- this one looks like those roaming wolf pack beatings we were, uh, we were mm-hmm. keying in on for a while. Okay. It kind of looks like that only worse. And when I say mm-hmm. worse, I'm talking about how this guy's standing there. Okay. The thing is, is for the viewers, I'm sure you've seen this video. This gentleman is out there being beaten, skateboard hit on him. And he's running away. Clearly, he's, he's running away. Yes. So it's not like it's not like he's he's sitting there egging it on, but he's he's running away. And then he starts to run down the other str- side of the street. And then this gang of it looks like, what is there, like 20 of them? Come in there and just start mm-hmm. stomping on him after they're throwing rocks at him. And it's just, uh, oh, but man. you know what the okay. news narrative gets, is over here in California? Right 
you know what the news narrative is over here in California? They only show God a only clip knows. of it. God only knows. Over here in California, the, the narrative is he, man with sword charges rioters, gets beaten. That, that's not exactly a narrative that I would take. Now, if you see this guy, right, the backstory of this is this guy's a business owner and he's trying to defend his store. Well, if the guy that's that, not that's actually true either, he's defending his neighborhood. But OK, well, okay. close enough. So, OK, well, his his business is there. It's his neighborhood. OK, mm-hmm. I can go with either. Yeah. So because his business is supporting that neighborhood. Mm hmm. He's standing there trying to defend his neighborhood or his store, whatever. Right. I don't think Mm -hmm. it matters in this case, because if you've got a large mob of people that come along and they're throwing I mean, they're throwing rocks at you the size of softballs. Right. That's what this is. Mm -hmm. He actually confronted and asked them to stop looting. That's where it all went wrong. I'm trying my very best to remain calm and not start screaming through all this because Mm -hmm. I'm very, very angry with what I'm seeing. Uh, and I'm trying my best to not get worked up here because I know exactly what needs to be done to shut this down. But okay, that's what every all the, the my, due to the nature. My dude, I'll put it this way: I will put it this way. This. Due to the nature of our system, we can't do that. Okay, I'll put it that way. Mm-hmm. So, all right, let's go up to New York. You got anything else on Dallas there you want to talk about? Because that's pathetic. That's pathetic. That's disgusting. What that is? You've got people hurling ro- hurling rocks at this poor man, and you got twenty of them stomping his guts out. And he's laying there well, convulsing wanna, and bleeding. Go with the, the, are you going to go? Is the New York with the one where they shot a guy and he had to no, check himself hear, into a hospital? No, I, I didn't hear about that. This is a. Um, this is Virginia, by the way. I don't know if any of you guys are in Virginia. No, this is uh, what what I'm what I'm what we're looking at here, right? This is New York. In this one, you've got two NYPD cruisers that pull up, and you got people that start smashing at the windows. Right. Clearly. Mm-hmm. And so you've got two, three hundred people out there. They pull up to this barricade. GP, you seeing this? Yeah, I'm seeing it. Okay, you got two, three hundred people out there, it looks like in total on the side sidewalks and everything else. And you got people smashing the windows, right, or throwing stuff at the windows. And so he goes forward on the barricade and knocks about 15, 20 of them over. Mm -hmm. And so what's he supposed to do? What in the world is he supposed to do? I'm trying to figure this out because you've got that many people. It's a life threatening situation and I would have to be shooting. Well, yeah, I understand. Or that. using my but, vehicle as a weapon. But they're not, which is precisely what they're doing, which is precisely what they're doing. And then, of course, when they do that, after they ram the barricade and all those people get knocked down, then they jump on top of it and they start stomping the hood of the car and stomping the windshield of the car. And of course, it can't be outdone. You've got a tweet from AOC, right? She has to throw her two cents in there. Uh, and she says that uh, the NYPD oh, they just, just drove the- an SUV into a crowd. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They just drove an SUV into the crowd of human beings. They could have killed them. And we don't know how many they injured. No one gets to slam an SUV through a crowd of human beings. The NYC mayor, the, or excuse me, to the NYC mayor de Blasio, these officers need to be brought to justice, not dismissed with internal reviews. So what about the people that are out there on the streets that are that are beating people senseless them? and burning businesses? How about that? How about the ones that are out there smashing the windows of this cr- these crowds? Cruisers, these officers. How about okay. that? Could what these about cruisers them? have gone? Could have gone backwards? I'm going to take AOC's side for a second. I know it's disgusting, and you're probably cringing. But let's watch the video. Watch it for yourself. Do you see that the vehicles could have backed up and reversed their position? I do not see that. Obviously, they came from the opposite direction, so we don't see that angle, right? We see the other one coming in here. You don't see that angle. So my guess would be is that they had to move because they were blocked in from the other side. That would have been my guess. Well, see, I see that once they moved in, okay, there's a camera. Yeah, no, they could have backed up. They could have went backwards. They okay. could have gone backwards, but how far? Because yeah, how we far? Don't know what we don't know. Well, I just saw a camera. I just saw a camera angle, and it looked like pretty far. Well, either way, going forward, going backwards, I think it's a side issue because, again, this is not a protest. 
None of these are protests at this point. I mean, if I go up to a police car with, I don't know, 50 people and I start smashing that window out, you know what I'm probably, you know, what's probably going to happen to me. I'm probably going to get shot. Mm-hmm. What are they supposed to do? You've got two, 300 people out there. Look, at, I mean, all the way down the side streets of that, that intersection. What are they supposed to do? But if you look at the video of the person walking back, you can actually see the streets clear down down there. Yeah. But as Bruce said, how far? Because I can't see that. So why did they go to this point here then, if that's the case? Because they're attending. It looks like they're responding to an emergency. See, OK, when they show the dark car there, he lifts the camera up. Pause it. Yep. The dark car. You see the dark where the camera goes to the dark car. They can go back. Not very many people there. Problem I have with that argument is, um, yes, you're right. If the police were trying to get out of there and not try to quell the the riots, if they're tasked with going in, if there was an emergency in the middle of the riots or someplace right there in the vicinity Mm -hmm. and they needed to get through or they're there to try to, uh, you know, reduce the rioting. What what are they supposed to do? That's not crowd. That's not riot control right there. When you're in your vehicles like that, that's not riot control. Vans come in and riot control. Armored vehicles come in for riot control. If they're there for an emergency, what are you supposed to do? What emergency? Fire department, ambulance. We don't know what it is. We don't well, know the, the fact entire is, story. That's my the point. The fact is that the whole, the whole thing's an emergency. The whole thing's an emergency. Look what they're doing. Yes. The whole thing is an emergency. So whether it's a fire emergency or if it's a medical emergency or if it's a, a if it's a riot and, and anarchy, I think either way you look at it or any way you look at it, it's an emergency because you got people out there that are disrupting daily lives. The, the fact is, right, the fact is, is that all this is a is a giant mess. Right. And we know that we know where this is coming from. We know who the, the opportunists are in this in this game and we know who's capitalizing on it. So the opportunists here are going to be obviously the governor's. It's going to give them a chance to further this nonsense that they're doing. You know, now that this pandemic nonsense is fanned out uh, and it's it's fizzled out and the media doesn't care anymore. So they've moved on to something else. Now they've moved on to this. Now you have guys like George Soros using his proxies like the DSA and the Antifa to come in and finance these groups. They're busting these people in all over the country over there. So He's never done end? that before. <laughs> Don't give me How that. dare you? He has done nothing but spend thirty two billion dollars. On human on human welfare. Okay? Uh-huh. All right. So now this is the narrative that's being spun. Okay. Min- <laughs> okay. Th- this is what's going on now. So the Minneapolis mayor, right? You guys remember him, Jacob mm-hmm. Frey or whatever his name was, the useless piece of garbage up there, the one that said that the protesters needed to use masks and they needed a social distance. Okay. Well, what so is he going to say? Stop. Yes, that's a good start. That's no, a good start. then they're going to say, oh, so you're a racist, whatever it is. Take the and, hit. Uh, he's a politician. You are against Floyd. Take the hit. He's a politician. Now, he's even come out and said now that it's not about it's not about Floyd anymore. Right. And it's not. Clearly, it's not. But now now he's OK, which uh, yesterday he took that stance. But today now he's come out and he spun this. Maybe the party gave him a talking to. He says that white supremacists and out of state instigators are behind the protest. Mm-hmm. But the arrests are actually showing a different story. Right. So the mayor's come out. Right. Mayor of Minneapolis. And he says that officials think. OK, they think that white supremacists and out of state instigators could be behind the protest in the wake of George Floyd's death. But 86 percent of the arrests so far are mostly of in-state residents. So the governor up there, Tim Waltz, he said that the majority of the protesters arrested were from outside of Minneapolis and sought to take advantage of the chaos. But a report that's come out said that 86% of the 36 arrests listed their address in Minnesota, and they live in Minneapolis or the metro area, according to the data that outlined, or excuse me, the outlet analyzed 
from the uh, Hennepin County Jail roster. So five out-of-state cases came from Arkansas, Florida, Illinois, Michigan, Missouri. So they're coming all the way up even from Florida. They're, they're busting them up that far. So the mayor's office in Minneapolis, after repeated requests for comment, said that they're going to look into it. And they said that they've deferred all of their responses to the governor's office. See, they don't even want to take the they don't even want to take the stance on it. Can I ask a question about this? Uh, the wh- white supremacists. Has anyone got any videos of these white supremacists attacking people? I haven't seen any yet. I will be the first to call it out. But for no, sure, no, I'm asking. I'm not. I'm not asking. Like you know, I'm not being facetious or anything. I'm asking. Is there any videos? Does anybody? Because if you, if any of the listeners has one, I would like to. I would like to see one because I mean, fair is fair. And- and please, please, and he's not joking. If you have that, if you have that, please send that over to us, please. This is not a joke. This I can't is a real find address. one. I can't, yeah, send I, it to I, us. I would like now, one. A listener, if you come across this, send it over to us so we can review it. We will talk about it. We'll be fair and non-biased. We will discuss it. Please send it to us at tips at dynamicindependence.com and we'll look over that. If you can find it and we can't. Because, I mean, we're looking all over this stuff. But the uh, the mayor, right, Mr. Mr. Frey, he's tweeted out. He says, we are now confronting white supremacists, members of organized crime, out-of-state instigators, and possibly even foreign actors to destroy and destabilize our city and our region. OK, so let me break this. So down, all right. I, all so, those black people are white supremacists. That apparently. is awesome. Apparently. So white supremacists. OK. All right. So white supremacists. Again. I'm open to I'm open to that uh, to that side. Mm-hmm. I want to see it. OK, that's the first thing, because I've been watching this from the start. Oh, so now, he's not they, saying that the black people are white supremacists. No, he's not, he's not saying that, but he's saying that they're confronting okay, then, white supremacists. I, I don't know where, but they're doing that. OK, members of organized crime. That is that is true. OK, you've got Antifa, okay. you've got the DSA and you've got Soros outfits behind this behind the scenes. Uh-huh. OK. So I would venture to say that uh, that that's accurate. Okay, that's considered organized crime, in my opinion. Okay, out of state instigators, without a doubt, happening because they're coming from all these states, right? They've they've registered in at least five different states. They've been able to figure out. So you've got people coming from different parts of the country in there. So those are out of state instigators and possibly even foreign actors. Okay, what's a foreign actor? A foreign actor would be, for example, an agitator from another country or someone put in there to do the bidding of, uh, say, a foreign Mm -hmm. power. Mm -hmm. So in this case, you would have, oh, I don't know, an organization like, uh, say, for example, the Chinese Communist Party. Right. Or or you have people working in city and state infrastructure that are siding and sympathizing with you as a foreign actor. How about that? Because that, in my opinion, is also a foreign actor. Could you consider the mayor of... uh, of Minneapolis to be possibly a foreign actor? Because in this case, I think I might, because he allowed it to go on for as long as he did. Or how about the uh, attorney general from Minnesota standing up Antifa and sympathizer. solidarity with yeah. Antifa? Antifa sympathizer. And you've got organizations like the CCP now that have come out and endorsed the riots and well, the protests, they say, uh, and they're pushing for a, for a civil war in the U.S. Now, it would be in their best interest to finance all that, wouldn't it? And then they could say why the economy crashed was because of the virus, uh-huh. global warming, uh-huh. racial uh-huh. tensions, uh-huh. and everything else. And that's why nobody's got any work. We're a third world country now. We need socialism to get back on our feet. Is that about right? That and sounds Lopez. about right. That that sounds and look and murder hornets, GP. Murder hornets. <laughs> yeah, murder hornets. Murder so hornets. Send you left out those out. The murder hornets. Yeah, they're disgruntled, by the way. Yeah. Okay. So 
USA, USA, USA Today. Okay, I'm not, I'm not a big fan of USA Today. USA Today is piece of piece of trash in my opinion. But right, they have come out and they've put a report out. They've quoted a security consultant saying intelligence reports indicate many of the more serious protesters are far left anarchists without a significant appearance yet by far right groups while noting locals and outsiders could be involved in conflicts with authorities. Would you say that that would be accurate? In okay, where? If you're only referring to Minneapolis, I could I could uh, go We're that. talking Minneapolis here. We're talking Minneapolis, okay? We're that, talking we're Texas? Talking. No, we're talking Minneapolis, uh, okay. Minnesota. That's it. Talking Alabama, Tennessee, but if we're only talking Minneapolis? Yes. That's about as likely as a couple bag of hack guys going down Chicago at 2 a.m. while you're able to get your subway <laughs> Just and get small thing. I'm not meaning that it can't be possible. I'm not meaning that it cannot be possible. But, it, okay, to say that, okay, these white supremacists are getting all these black people to riot. They're that dumb. All these you, writers are so stupid that these moron white supremacists, these, we all agree that these are not the most brightest people on the planet. These are obviously people that do not understand how the evolution of the world works. They are pretty ignorant that these guys who we consider the less fortunately unintelligent, you know, in the intelligence department Mm -hmm. were able to manipulate all these writers. So where does that put the writers on the intellectual level that they're so dumb that they're getting manipulated? Okay, there's a video next to a police department. Somebody lives a pile of bricks next to a police department, a big pile of bricks. Somebody drops it off on a truck. I don't know if you guys can find the video. If you guys are followers, a big boy, he's got it on his channel. I don't mean to do a you know, plug for everybody, but he's got a video on it. And they left a big pile of bricks in front of the police department. And then this little kid's video going, this is a setup. <laughs> Come on. There's no construction, by the way, next to these bricks. There's not like they're building a wall or anything. It's just somebody leaves a pile of bricks in front of a place. Well, we know rags. there's yeah, we know there's agent provocateurs going on and then and, and there's, there's provocateurs. See, there's setups. These kids were intelligent enough to go, okay, you know what? This is obviously a setup. And I read today as so well. They're that saying that, so in Minneapolis, but in Minneapolis, they're like, oh, I, I can't help myself. It's really? The first time I've ever heard you make that type of voice. It's kind of funny, actually. <laughs> I, I did some voice stuff before, but whatever. You'll see the attorney general. Yeah. The, the mm-hmm. attorney general of the state of Minnesota, okay, is holding Keith Ellison. He's holding up. Clearly, that's him. Okay, that's his own Twitter feed, by the way, uh, that that came mm-hmm. from. And you see what he's holding up there. You see, you see what Antifa. He, yeah. yeah, you see where he's holding up the Antifa handbook. Okay, so you see who he's sympathetic to. Stop, stop. Let's let's stop. Just because an organization has been taken over by extremists does not mean the original intentions of an organization was a terrorist threat. Let me ask you a question. A serious I, question. I'm not a big a ser- fascist fan. Let me ask you a serious question. If you are an anti-fascist, what does that make you? Mm-hmm. Oh, anti-fascism does not make necessarily make you a fascist unless you practice it fasc- like a fascist. If you anti-fascist are an, just means I, I just don't I want my freedom. Leave me alone. Have a good day, sir. That's anti-fascist. Isn't that clever? Leave me alone. Less government. Goodbye. Isn't that clever? Isn't that clever? Do you, but do you see why they call themselves anti-fascist? You notice they don't call themselves what they are. They don't call themselves radical Marxist, anarchist, communist. They don't call themselves that. Do you know why? 
because it's illegal in the United States of America to be considered that. That's why they don't do it. So they call themselves an anti-fascist. Why do they call Mm. themselves that? Because they will get people that think like exactly what you just said. Well, I'm not an Mm. anti, I'm not a fascist. I don't agree with that. So yeah, I'm with that. People that don't have half a brain won't be able to make the distinction. Correct. So I'm not on board with fascism. I'm the furthest thing from that. But I'm not on board Mm. with the other side of it either. They basically stolen the words Exactly. They've stolen re- the idea. Oh, excuse re-labeled. me. They've stolen the idea ideology and redefined it to be fascist. Correct. Yes. Correct. And what you're seeing now, what you're seeing now is an example of what was done under fascism called Crystal Knock. Same thing. Mm-hmm. They're smashing out storefronts. Because you know what I do when somebody injures me? I go out and injure somebody else because that's what being a human being is about. No. It doesn't make you any go sense. Down, you know what? You can't go to Minneapolis. You don't go to Minneapolis. You know, this this. The situation with Floyd is horrific, but you don't go there and burn down buildings. You know what you do? The the, the best thing you can do is go down to your own police department and say, what are we doing to make sure this doesn't happen in our neighborhood? Yeah, you're right that this is this. None of this is about you and and Bruce and the whole planet is is correct. It's not about it's not about Floyd's family anymore. About it's about themselves. I was just going to point out that uh, talking about Antifa, I was just going to remind that that may be the case originally, the idea of Antifa, but currently Antifa is a terrorist organization. So whatever they cur- whatever, whatever they started out as no longer mm-hmm. matter. Now they're a terrorist organization. So to have a government official supporting a terrorist organization, what do you think should happen? Should be labeled a hero. I think he should be arrested. Eat an ice cream. (laughs) Eat an ice cream. (laughs) I think he should be arrested. That's what I think. I think that the attorney general in the state of Minnesota. So sins of his past. Wait. So sins of his past. So the sins of his past, he should be arrested. We're going to fight on this one, Johnny. Hold on. Sins of his past? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you know when this was posted? Three days ago. (laughs) Yesterday. (laughs) Okay. See? That's what I'm saying. Uh Sins of his past. Sins of his past. Okay. Yeah, sure. (laughs) I'm sorry. I was going to go on a whole rant and uh, then bring up the, you know, back in the day, Tuesday, you know, a man could be different. <laughs> <laughs> Tuesday, but, a man could be okay. different. Okay. You, 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 you kind of cut me sorry. off. It's cool. Got it. It's all right. Yeah, I know. It's yesterday. Okay. Well, the fact is, is that to your earlier point, you, you were correct on something. You said that if someone does something like this, you know, wh- what do you do? You go out and you hit somebody that looks like the same person? No, that doesn't make any sense. That, that doesn't make any sense. Or do you go down to the police department and do you say, OK, what can we do to make sure this doesn't happen again? Right. That was your that was your logic. That was the way that you put it. And I agree with that. It doesn't make any sense to do anything like this at all. It's like if somebody goes out, let's say, GP, let's say your neighbor goes out and robs a bank. OK, and then they come and arrest you for it. How much sense does that make? This guilt by association. They don't arrest me. Gu- they go and beat me for it. They go beat me up for it. Okay. Either then they way. burn down my business and then they go down and get my neighbor who happens to live nearby. That's but what that's they're not- doing. Okay. Yeah, that, okay. But that's my point, right? This is this guilt by association just because you were, you know, in some way or some, some form associated mm-hmm. with that person because of who you are, right? That doesn't, mm-hmm. that doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any sense. If somebody does me harm or somebody does somebody that I know harm, I don't go after the first person I see, right? That doesn't make any sense. I go after the person that did it. That makes sense. That makes sense because I can make the distinction, right? I'm smart enough to be able to figure out and make the distinction for myself. So the problem here is that you have people that are 
purposely agitating and infighting, funded behind the scenes by these these uh, these groups and organized by these groups. Right. This is the problem. So these groups, right, these groups are being pushed behind the scenes by these other organizations. Right. So and we see what the agenda is. They're sent in to drive wedges and to create conflict where there otherwise wouldn't be. This is the agenda behind it. Their agenda is to drive people to conflict. Civil war is in the cards for these people. That's their agenda. And they're being fueled behind the scenes by these other organizations. So by them being declared like Antifa, that by them being declared as a domestic terrorist organization, that is long overdue. That should have happened years ago, but we're just now getting to it. But I'm glad that it's been it's been done. So, Bruce, you wanted to talk about tactics and, and what's being done with law enforcement or but done by law enforcement to combat this. So what's going on? What do you, what do you have? So I'm, I'm concerned with how they're going at it. They're, they're targeting indiscriminately targeting people that aren't involved or aren't capable of being involved, such as um, there was an incident in Salt Lake where there was an elderly man. The, the, the riot police were there breaking up the riots. And there was an elderly man uh, trying to, it looked like it was the side of a store, but he was trying to, you know, walk and he has a cane and everything. And the police are breaking things up and they go in with their riot shield and knock the guy over onto the ground. And it looks like some of the other riot police come up to him and like help him up, but the video cuts out. So you don't see that bit. But my concern is, is they're using the indiscriminate force like this and it's only going to cause things to become worse and worse. It, it, it's damaging the, the public's image of them. And the more they do this, it's going to cause other groups to potentially jump in. And I, I'm, I'm concerned that's, that's going to happen. And that it's just, it looks bad. I'm concerned there's going to be a more aggressive or plan. You mean like cars running over police officers? <gasps> oh, wait, that did happen. It's in Philadelphia. Yeah. Oh, wait, are they injuring? Are they throwing rocks and no, uh, I'm, I'm, no, stuff I'm at officers? No, no, no. I'm concerned the other side that mm-hmm. you will have some crazy nut job white supremacist or something like that saying this is not right. Uh, these riots, the, the police aren't doing enough. They take matters into their own hands, and we see well, a large catastrophe, some kind of major event happen. And well, I'm we concerned know. that'll happen or the military or something gets called in and we have an, a massacre. I, I don't want to see something extreme well, like that happen. Here's what's going to happen. Here, here's what's going to happen. If if any person at this point, any person, I don't care who it is, if a group of people go in and start, let's say, um, handling things right and, and shutting this down, then, you know, you know, just as well as I do what the media is going to call them. Right. They're already calling them that. So they're, they're calling them domestic terrorists. OK, so anybody that's a legal law abiding gun owner. Right. Let's say these let's say these things finally hemorrhage and they get out into the suburbs and people out there don't put up with it and they start dropping these people. OK, I'm just saying I'm just saying because people out there in the suburbs, they won't put up with this. OK, the, the inner cities. I mean, that's the inner cities. OK, but we out in the suburbs, the people that live out in the suburbs, the ones that are the beating heart of America that allow the inner cities to exist because we pay for them. OK, I'll just leave it at that. Those people aren't going to put up with that. That's not going to happen. You'll have a large majority of them out there. Possibly they will. But there's a minority out there that are armed to the teeth and they won't put up with that. I can assure you, as sure as I'm sitting here, because I come from that part of the country, I come from middle America and I know how people behave out there. And they don't take kindly to someone going around burning their stuff down and destroying their property. That's that's precisely what I'm concerned with, because it will only instigate more and it'll only cause more. Right. 
And that's what they I, want. I don't think it'll quill it. Yes, that's, exactly. That's what these organizations like Antifa, when I say they, I'm, I'm, I'm being specific here. Antifa, DSA, Soros, the rest of them, this is what they want. That's the push that they want. And they've got a complacent media on their side that will label the opposition to that, that will shut them down. They'll label it accordingly. They will call them the domestic terrorists when, in fact, the domestic terrorists are the ones that will be menacing that particular crowd of people. Yeah, at this point, I can't call the. I I, I don't agree with the the idea that the the media is complicit. They're they're accomplice in this. They they are. Yeah. Okay. All helping right, I'll go with instigate that. and and I'll go and fire that. this up. And Which it, it's it's, it's not going to help them. It's despicable. You're you're right. It's not going to save them in the end, and it's not going to save them in the end because you saw what happened to the CNN headquarters down there in Atlanta, didn't you? You saw what happened there. Yeah. You go along with this, it's certain destruction for you. Okay. You go along with this, and I'm talking to I'm talking about media. You go along with this, it'll be the end of you because they. W- I mean, okay. Do you remember? Do you remember the Bernie Sanders campaign, Bruce? Do you remember that? Do you remember the videos that Veritas put out that we watched? Mm -hmm. Okay. This is a guy that was, it was Bernie's campaign manager. Okay. He was connected to the anarchist, anarcho-communist types that were out of Antifa, right? I mean, he, he said it. And what did he say? What was his comments when it came to the media? And I'm talking about like the mainstream media, the MSNBCs, the CNNs. What was his statement of what they were going to do to the media after they took control? They were going mm-hmm. to 86 the media. Yeah. You cannot make a deal with these thugs, right? And I will call them what they are. They're thugs. Okay. You can't make a deal with this. And anybody that thinks you're going to make a deal with this, you're sorely mistaken. Uh, you call it racist. You can call it whatever you want. But these people have got to be dealt with. And they've got to be dealt with justly by the letter of the law. That's what has to happen. If you want this to stop, then it has to be done legally, lawfully, and justly and swiftly. You can't let this continue. So do I agree with you that uh, the different steps need to be taken? Yes, but I don't know how. I, I really don't know how. I mean, you can't handle it with kid. I mean, you, OK, let me put it this way. You can only handle it with kid gloves for so long. And we're past the kid glove stage. What do you do when you have an angry mob that's uh, putting you in a life threatening situation? What are you supposed to do? I mean, you're only you're only put into a position that you can respond with. I mean, so so far to a point where you can do it without inflicting deadly force on someone. I'm talking about if you're a police officer. So. You know, I guess the same would follow along the lines for a uh, for an average citizen. Right. I mean, if you've got like, for example, the uh, the 20 people, let's let's take the uh, the Dallas business owner. Right. The guy that was defending his neighborhood with the sword. OK, mm-hmm. if you were to try that in somewhere, say, I don't know, Ohio or Indiana or Kentucky. Do you know what would happen to those people? Every single one of those people. And I'm talking about all 20 of them that circled on that guy. Do you know what would happen to those people? I bet you three quarters of them wouldn't have made it out of there because that business owner would have opened up on them. Right. That's what's real here. I'm not trying to call for that because that's terrible. I don't want to see that happen. I'm just telling you how the persons in these parts of the country are going to respond. I come from that part of the country and that's how people act. That's how people behave. We wouldn't harm a hair on your head. We'd bend over backwards. We'd give you the shirt off our backs to help you. We're those kind of people. We're hardworking folks and we're hospitable. But you come for us and you try to stomp on us. We're going to bite back. That's how it works. So I'm just concerned about the same things you're, you're concerned about, Bruce. I'm, I'm concerned about the response if it does delve into the suburbs and other parts of the country, because it's not going to go well. It's not going to go well. That's all there is to it. OK, let's spend the last few minutes here on on something else. Let, let's spend let's, let's do something more positive. OK, how about that? Yeah, a little positivity. Right. Let's end on a positive note. How about that? There's more people out there helping doing the cleanups. But the sad part is, is I. I want to and talk I'm actually about, seeing more people out there cleaning up, but it's a lot of people. There's uh, okay. more people making messes. 
But yeah, okay. that's a good thing. All right, well, let's, more people let's, helping. let's talk about this. Let, let's talk about this. Okay, we, we can do that too. Let's talk a little bit about the cleanups, mm-hmm. okay? Because mm-hmm. you're going to have to go around and I mean, all this stuff's going to have to be cleaned up, right? Mm-hmm. So what's some way, right? GP, this, let, me, let me ask you this, okay? Mm-hmm. Because you're, you're, you're a big cleanup guy. You're a big conservationist. Mm-hmm. You're an environmentalist. You know, I mean, a, a real one, you know, not one of these lunatics. You're, you're a real one. And you believe in... <laughs> No, no, no. You, you believe in, in true conservation, right? You're a, you're a person yes, that I believes do. that we're toxifying our planet and it needs to be addressed. Okay? I'm on And I'm on board with you. So let's end mm-hmm. on this one because this is, a, this is a good way to end this conversation. In the midst of all this, all this is going to have to be cleaned up, right? So we're going to have to clean yes. all this up and we're going to have to deal with all this, okay? Mm-hmm. In your opinion, in your humble opinion, with everything that you're seeing, if you were tasked with actually organizing and getting this cleaned up and getting things properly done, how would you go about it? Let's have that conversation. I'd reopen churches on the condition that their people could clean up the uh, streets. No, is you'd have to reach out to the communities and ask just for five minutes, 10 minutes. It really is surprising. If we have a thousand people spending five minutes cleaning up, it'd be done in a day. Just five minutes. Just ask everybody for five minutes. People that really want to make a difference. Get our politicians to say and get a politician out there doing it, too. With a little grabber, or you guys gopher, without with a little gopher <laughs> and a picking gopher up trash. Grabber. Yeah, I'll, I'll do. I'll, yeah. we'll split okay. the difference. Okay, gopher grabber. Okay, the uh, yeah, and go ahead and and spend five minutes picking up trash, cleaning up the graffiti. There's enough people. I mean, it's only a small percentage of people that are making all this garbage, but there's a vast majority of us that don't want to see this garbage, and that's all we have to do. Pretty simple. You know, I'm hard. one of those. I'm one of those people that I think uh, graffiti is a crime. Are you one of those people? Uh, I think the first time you're graffitied, you should be caned. The second time you're graffitied is a finger. (laughs) 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 I mean, no, seriously, I believe in caning in in these little in these little tiny civil, just these smaller matters like graffiti, minor destruction of property, vandalisms. I believe caning should be instituted. Okay. I'll tell you, they right. repeat offenders don't happen often. Yeah, you Sing- hang out in Singapore. Singapore. I'll tell you. Yes, yeah, you see a public, yeah. you see a public caning, and I'll tell you right now, that person, you can see it in their their eyes. They don't want to do it again. Yeah, I'd be honest with you. I think we should take kind of a a stance with uh, with Singapore on on certain things when it comes to that. Also, I think we should partner with Malaysia on how to deal with uh, opioid dealers. That's just my opinion, because I think you could kill two birds with one stone in this case, couldn't you? Well, they do. (laughs) They do. Yeah, they do. (laughs) They do. It's a death penalty. Drug dealing, death penalty. Yes. Not using. Not using. Depend. It, there's, a, there's a lot of variables that go along with it, but dealing is a death penalty. And it's not mm-hmm. just just so we're clear on this. It's not one of these where you go and you sit on death row for 20 years, is it? No, no, no. Well, there's been a few people, big boss lords before they get smuggled over to Indonesia that have got some time. But that's that's, you know, part of the process. That's politics. But yeah, most of the time you're just you're dead. You're you're dead within yeah, okay. 30 to 45 right. days. So the uh, the the idea that you came up with there about partnering with local communities, you know, different organiz- community organizations, mm-hmm. churches, outreach programs, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff, charity organizations, getting getting things cleaned up, dragging the politicians that represent those districts out there to try and help. I mean, could you see mm-hmm. Nancy Pelosi in her district? You know, could, I, I think you'd have a little bit of trouble getting her out there picking up trash on the side of the road in her district or cleaning up the crap in the streets. I don't think Madam Pelosi would no, be out there. Uh, actually, I, I'm, I'm, I guess I, I did misspoke a little bit. Politicians should do 100 times longer than anyone else. Every day they should be out there when they're not in session cleaning the neighborhoods. 
Okay, that's fair enough. The neighborhoods that they live in, even if they don't even live in there, the neighborhoods that they represent every single day, they are not in Congress. They are not doing whatever or spending time with their family and say on the weekends, that's fine. I mean, I got eating ice cream out of $24,000 freezers. 24,000. Yeah. $12 ice cream. Yeah, man, I would like to get some of that. Per, per um, container, yes. Yeah, per container. But no, it's going out there every day in their community. You must spend or just spend 60 days in your community cleaning up the neighborhood. Trash, graffiti, repairing windows, doors, walls, whatever it may be. Every day. Your hands. Not someone else's hands. Not your assistant's hands. You. In a very short period of time, there would be a lot of changes. But that's not how we are. When we could pay off somebody to do our work for us or do whatever it is. You kind of lose that that sense of connection with your your community. There's something I just satisfying. Live here. It's not really my community, but there's something satisfying about about doing the work yourself, isn't it? I mean, that's it's. Really oh my there. gosh! Yes, 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 yes. You're not going to get that feeling anywhere else. I mean, you drive past something. I mean, I've done park projects before, you know, for you know community days or whatever. Oh yes, I, I've done park Tree projects, plantings. and you know, mm. yeah, and you know something when you go past those things. And you actually tell mm-hmm. people, hey, you know, I planted those trees. Planted. You know, yes. I, I, seriously. Yes. I'm serious. Yes. You, you oh, no, no. Yes. I planted those trees. I, I painted that park bench. Right. Those flowers mm-hmm. you see over there. I did that whole landscape job right there. Mm-hmm. And they say, wow, you did that. You know, it looks really good. That that looks really good. It's been a nice place to go. I mean, maybe, you know, I'd like to walk through that park. It's just mm-hmm. it's giving back to the community where you live. Yes. Uh, and actually doing something good, not just for and you don't do it for you. You don't do it for you. It's not about you. It does make you feel better inherently. Right. But it's not about you at the end of the day. It's about creating a great community for you to live in. Right. It's for everyone else. Mm-hmm. If you just did it for yourself, inherently, you're helping the community as well. So uh, I don't think it really matters if your intention is just selfish when you're doing. Oh, yeah, kind that's of true. Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. OK. All right. I, I could go along with that. But still, I mean, but either you way, become part of the community. It's you a become win-win. part of that. That's my sidewalk I cleaned. That's my little strip there that I I helped put the little bush, you know, clip, turn those bushes or got that tree planted. It's amazing how much you feel. I, when I walk around, my this is my city I live in. Mine, part of me. When I walk around, I spend time cleaning it up. I spend time here, and more and more people are starting to do that, and I'm 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 very happy about it. But a lot of these other cities, especially in the inner city, you don't see that. Often you see these these kids you know or anybody wiping off graffiti if it isn't the city patrol doing it but yeah it's community maybe that's a requirement for welfare (laughs) yes good luck with that one unfortunately due to the interest of time we're going to have to end there it's been a fascinating conversation gentlemen as always uh, and i hope to have it again another day soon gp i don't know what your schedule is like but i hope we get you back off soon thank you guys for your time tonight really appreciate you taking the time to sit down and bruce i will see you tomorrow and from all of us here wherever you are in the world we thank you for listening because it's all of you that listen that make this all possible we love you and we love freedom and independence and together we'll continue to fight for those in the marketplace of ideas so we'll see all of you tomorrow 